You're listening to the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. I'm your host, leading expert in dog business strategist, Kristen Lee. Guys, get ready for your journey, your journey to cutting edge marketing and sales, creating a standout kick-ass dog business brand, along with mastering your mindset that's going to smash all of these glass ceilings that have been holding you back and catapult your dog business to the next level with actionable steps you can take right away. We're going to empower you. We're going to grow you as you step into your authentic self, not only as a dog trainer, dog walker, or whatever slice of the pet industry you find yourself in, but as that badass entrepreneur. My mission is to disrupt the current norm, cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, and empower the incredible women of the dog business industry to step into the spotlight, reclaim control, and transform not only their businesses, but their lives. It's real. It's raw, it's uncensored, and it's what this dog business industry needs. Let's do this, guys. Coach's Corner on the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. What? To, what, what up, dub, dub? What? Dub, dub. I just figured I'd throw that out there. I, I'm a huge Rick and Morty fan. Just saying. I'm really excited about the topic today, Kristen. I am too, because listen, seven figures is, it's a new word. I think as a dog business community, we've grown from the six figures naturally, as you see in other internet marketing circles to the seven figures. And here's the thing. We want all of you motherfuckers to make decent money. Okay. We want you to make decent money. It's going to create wealth. It's going to create freedom. You're going to be able to do really fucking cool shit. But something that Maggie and I want to be very transparent about today is beware the zero or five, like $50,000 to seven figures super quickly. Mm-hmm. Be very aware of it because like anything else, even if we gave all of you guys a million dollars, put it in your bank account, there's a lot of consequences. So be very aware of the path to seven figures and what some people might be promising you. It is. It's become like, uh, not just in the internet marketing world, but it's become like a lifestyle marketing trend for people. And there's a few of them you guys probably may or may not know who we're talking about where they've got this illusion of like seven figure business. Woo. Like, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's all that like bro, bro marketing. And it's like the people that have actually hit the seven figure mark, very few of us, but there are like a handful of people in the dog industry so far. It's like the realities of the systems that go beyond behind a business like that. And then the importance of completely readjusting all of your strategies midway through. And I mean, there's so many pieces to it. Anytime we're looking at somebody that's like, oh, bro hustle strategy, woo, 10 extra business and seven figures, the reality guys, none of those people have actually reached uh, seven figures themselves. It's like they've been in a, in a room full of people over a weekend once that said that it was possible. So they came back to the industry going, woo, this is the way to go. And, but it's, you know, it's like, it's fake money, <laughs> basically. It's what yeah. it boils down to. Now, Building your business into a seven-figure business has to be a, a, it, it. Oftentimes, it's very deliberate moves to get up to to the 500k mark. And actually, Kristen, you were talking about that. That's where 
burnout usually happens. And it's like, you're, you know, chugging along, trying to big, you know, be like a, some huge success story in the business world and dogs. And you're just fucking burned out by the time, even you reach 150 K. Well, yeah. So here's the thing too. And this is what I was discussing with Maggie before we, we started recording is results, financial client results, whatever, any spectrum of results we want to call it. It's such a subjective term results. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't come overnight because it doesn't allow you to honor your own personal growth and your own personal process and allowing you to refine and redefine and test different cycles out. So a lot of times, and here's the thing, I want to address this super quick too, to be transparent. Maggie and I do post big numbers for a lot of our clients. Okay. Like some of our clients do have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 K months. They do, but they also have unique market value they bring in. They've been doing this for a while and they're not hustling and grinding their face to where they hate life and all of that type of stuff. So Mm -hmm. I do want to be like, Hey, listen, I know this is kind of like, why are you guys talking about this when you guys promote this shit too? We don't promote it to the point of like, where we want you to come in so you can give us money so we can say, you're going to make the seven figures. We're just saying, listen, these are the results that you get when you're coachable, when you shut the fuck up, when you trust the process, you do the work, not only in your business, but also in your developmental state. Mm -hmm. And I also have to say too, this is something that I've experienced. I know Maggie's have experienced. When you hit significant milestones in, in whatever business you have, First things first, you don't realize it till after it hits. And then you also have a meltdown around the finances too. You know, you just hit on the number one thing where it's like, all right, you might have success. You might, but we deal with people in the actual operations of getting to that level of success. And there's so much you guys don't realize. If you suck at managing money and you're only bringing in 20K a year, do you have any idea how much of a basket case you're going to be? If you had a million dollars dropped into your lap, you would have a fucking meltdown. You would lose all of the money. And that's, that's my indicator of whether or not a client's doing well is I asked myself the question, would I be willing to give this person money to invest in them and invest in their business as a loan and actually make it, if I could earn a percentage back, would I invest in that person? And yeah. trust that there's going to be an ROI for me. That's a very important question to be able to ask yourself too. Like, are you the type of business owner? Could somebody trust you to do that? Would I trust you to do that? Um, when we don't get a hold of like how we manage our finances, like there is no way that you can build a huge business. So it's like, yeah, you know, seven figures, hustle, 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 grind your face off. But the reality is that in actual application in the real coaching world, in the real world of people actually going through the stages and the steps of, of their business, it's a shit show. <laughs> it, is. it fucking is. And you know, one thing that grassroots has been really, really chatting about in the back end, and we're going to actually probably do another coach's corner around is the business finances, because here's the thing about entrepreneurship, which I fucking love. You literally have unlimited resources and unlimited income if you have the right strategies in place but it's what you do with the money how you keep the money because there's just so much stuff when it comes to higher amounts of money too and it's like I see how that's attractive like okay Lamborghinis and Range Rovers and you know whatever but just be really really acute and aware if you are chasing after 
that seven figures or the six figures, which I have no problem after, but if that's your only driving motivator, motivator with your business, I can foresee, and I'm sniffing it out like a fucking dog on shit right now, that there's some other money financial issues going on with you, right? It might be you have a lot of debt, student loan debt, no judgment. I literally just got out of a half million dollars in student loan debt. But there's other aspects that are going on that we're trying to solve with the seven-figure attraction model. Mm. So that's my only feedback on this, guys. I want to keep it short and sweet, but just be very, very aware that you can hustle and grind your face off to seven figures. It is possible. Like it is. However, results shouldn't come overnight. It's not going to allow you to redefine your process. You are going to get burnt out before you even hit the $500,000 mark. You're going to probably get burnt out at the 100K mark. And it's just not a sustainable business model. Now, if you have a larger facility, like we have a lot of clients that do have large facilities that do hit multiple seven figures, but they have teams, they have processes in place. They actually envelop self-care. They develop personal development. So they have maybe two, three, four, $5 million facilities. Are they driving Range Rovers? Are they driving Ferraris? Absolutely not because they also have a system in place where it's a healthy, sustainable model, where they're not out screaming and yelling how fucking awesome they are. They're doing the work and they have the results that pay for it too as well. Yeah. Yeah. One of, uh, one of our top end clients is still driving around. Like, I think she's got like a 15 year old car or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Falling apart, like nothing works. Yeah. 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 But she just bought a million dollar property. Exactly. To, re, to reinvest back not only into herself, but into her business. So, yeah. Anyway. And that's the thing is like <laughs> building a million dollar property has nothing to do with, well, it's got a little bit to do with marketing, yeah. but like marketing is like 15% of it. The rest is all of these other things and especially money management. It's, it's a huge, huge thing. And that's why like we can see immediately if somebody's like fraudulent based on their lifestyle. It's like, yeah. cool. You know, it's funny. It's, there was a couple of people that thought that they had caught me on that one like years ago when they saw the the McMansion, right? The uh, Clay Aiken mansion that yep. the grassroots was in for a while. And it's like, well, no, I found it on at a really good deal. I worked out some other stuff with people renting it. I worked out my numbers beforehand. I didn't purchase it. You know, some people assumed that I purchased it or whatever and was like, oh, that's overspending. The way that I angled it, because it brought in so much more money, it actually made sense for our company. We made money off of it um, versus, you know, going and buying something like that and then not using it for the business. Mm -hmm. Um, We were just talking about that with a couple of our clients earlier, you know, doing things like pre-selling, whatever. But anyway, that's the thing is you, the, what it takes to actually get up to your first 150 K let's say there's a lot of hustle and grind to that, but moving beyond that and actually getting past that point um, is takes completely different things that go way beyond just marketing. So when we see people marketing to you guys, that are still working your way up to that 150K a year mark, saying that that you know, seven-figure thing is totally viable based on what you're doing right now, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So just be, be very wary around that. And again, we're not being, we're not being like, Hey, we do this too. You know what I mean? We just show the results for full transparency. And we want to just be like, listen, have realistic expectations for yourself. If seven figures is a viable goal for you, is a smart goal, sustainable, uh, measurable. What is the other one? Actionable, relevant, and time bound. Fuck 
Yes. We love it. We love it. We love it. However, just be very wary of working towards a certain financial goal for that financial purpose only because so many balls are going to get dropped. And I just, the burnout already in the industry is just epic levels to where people are literally burning their businesses down at hundred K at this point. So we are actually reaching out to you guys because we generally care. Like we're not saying, no, don't go do this. Don't go do that. Like we want you to make money. I said this like 50 fucking times already, but just be very aware and acute of what promises are out there, um, how they're actually doing it. And if you reach out to a business coach, ask for case studies, like, consistent. And we're going to do a whole thing around business coaching, I think very soon, because we're seeing it pop up a lot, which is cool. Like we love that, but be very aware of what people are trying to portray and project an image. Because if they're all about that money lifestyle thing, chances are deep down inside, they have their own money issue projections and they're trying to sell you on that. Um, I also want to say something really quickly. And I wasn't planning on saying this, Maggie. If you are a business coach listening to this and you're getting really triggered, really resonating with this, because maybe you've done that, it's okay. I've done it before. But be very, very aware of who you're attracting with that message. Mm -hmm. Because chances are, and this is free B2B coaching right now. Chances are, if you're going out there and promising these huge results, you are going to attract people in that are going to be... I'm trying to find the right word you just might not want to attract those people into your business. Just saying, because if somebody's attracting you, exactly what you put out there is exactly what you're going to attract. So that's my final word on this. So. Yeah. It's, yeah, totally. Well, and, and just be cognizant, I think is the, the final piece on that. We really should do a piece on just what's happening in the coaching world too. Cause yeah. A lot of shit going on. It's really funny. Before we hop off, Maggie and I just hop, we just got this really amazing mentor for grassroots. And right before we did this, um, I popped up. I was going through Facebook, just kind of scrolling through things, making sure we covered all of our clients' questions. And her and her business partner were talking about the whole phenomenal phenomenon of a lot of experts popping up and how it's like almost taking the industry back. Like you're literally setting people back. So anyway, it's just so funny because I'm actually really glad, you know what though? I'm actually really glad it's happening because it tells me that our actual industry, the dog business industry, isn't five years behind anymore. Now we're about two. So I feel optimistic about this too, as well, as weird as it sounds. Well, and, and truth be told the market, and this is probably a whole different discussion in of itself. The market is emerging with so much more deeper connections with the pet industry and with mm-hmm. large corporations. Like now the large, huge multinational corporations are recognizing how deep the pockets are in the pet industry because the pet ownership statistics, you guys around the fucking world right now are, are mind boggling. And yeah. So if you're striving to actually build a million dollar business, you also have to understand the new emerging markets and how mm-hmm. corporate America or corporate wherever the fuck you are um, is is actually going to be playing a role with what feels or had been small business owners up until this point. There's yep. more and more opportunities, more more doors opening up in ways that you guys can't even fucking fathom right now. The future is going to be very, 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 very different um, if you own a pet like pet care business, whether yeah. it's training or walking or whatever. Um, Shit's about to change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's and how people are going to scale the scale the market is by understanding or scale two million dollars is by understanding 
the the environment of where the money actually is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's before we hang up, hang up. There's actually something you guys can research. I'm not going to give you the direct link because I want you guys to go do your research. There is a really really excellent research paper out there. I have a copy of it. I gave Maggie a copy of it. It's 98 pages on somebody who got. Um, their master's and they got their MBA in a, in a, I think it was in Switzerland. And everybody, every time you do a master's thesis, you have to have a research paper. And it's a fantastic resource to learn the emerging markets and how other countries are starting to develop around the pet industry and how it's actually really not defined at this point. The only thing that's defined at this point for a business functional model, which is really fucking cool, is the pet food. That's the only thing that's defined right now. And I know for a fact, like when you look at a Chewy, a Rover, a Wag, or even like a PetSmart or whatever, they know this and they are going to be fucking putting their claws deep into stuff too as well. And I know this is a whole other topic, but if you guys also look at PetSmart and the way their, their marking has changed and the way their lead gen has changed, it's so funny because it's the way we've been teaching lead gen for like what? I know, they caught it to us three years later. Yeah, and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like sharing screenshots in the group. I'm like, guys, this is the way we've been teaching it. But here's the thing too. If you don't have a functioning business model, it's going to be super hard to keep up when the commercialization effect happens. Mm-hmm. So anyway, beware of the seven figure promises. And that's all I have to say about this. Maggie, any closing thoughts? I mean... Market's changing. If you actually want to, if you're one of those hardcore entrepreneurs where, you know, you've been building your dog business, you're just getting bored. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I really, you know, I want to, I don't want to burn it all down, but I want something different. I want to be able to like add to different markets or whatever. Yeah. It's, and, and part of that is going to be learning really high end sales and elevating your branding and the way that you're used to doing some level of digital marketing services on the surface, but also learning to implement that shit for paying clients. Y'all, in order to really scale, you have to learn how to use digital technology to benefit your clients once they start paying you. Not just leading them up to the point of sale. And then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden we completely abandon ship with tech. Um, That's another, I'm just a little little uh, bit of gold if, for those of you guys who are smart enough to pick that one up yeah. um yeah that's a big part of what it takes to actually scale so yeah that's yeah. my last sense <laughs> all right guys well this is really good and i love your thoughts and feedback around this i feel like this is a, yes me too yeah like i and again i just want to put it out there we're not attacking anybody specifically we actually gave you feedback <laughs> for your marketing but just be very aware be very cute um for both people that are doing this and also looking to these people for guidance as well. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right, guys, have a good one. I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to another badass episode of mind your own dog business. If you haven't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? Oh my God, go and subscribe now. So you don't miss out on any of our content packed dog business jam sessions, plus special offers that I'm going to only be sharing with my amazing dog business entrepreneurial podcast listeners. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a five-star kick-ass review so more amazing dog business owners just like yourself can find us and start to transform and disrupt their businesses and their lives unapologetically. And if you feel so inclined, 
feel free to tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this episode and holler at your girl. I'm at dogwalkercoach. You can find me, dogwalkercoach, and I'll pop up and I'll give you a special shout out. All right, guys, till next time. Bye.